Welcome to Co-op Mode. This is the official video game podcast of Secret Friends Unite. I'm your host, Todd Oxtra, joined by the producer extraordinaire, Mark the Canardian Carabin. How you doing, Todd? Good, good. Well, this is kind of like a surprise recording. Mark and I are both out of town next weekend, not in the same place. I'm going to Chicago with Charlie. Mark has spent some quality time up in uh, Halifax. Yes, sir. Yes, going to... Uh... To spend some time with my wife's family there, see uh, Letterkenny Live, which I'm not sure what to expect there. Uh, Letterkenny, for anyone who hasn't seen it, is a Canadian TV show. I think it's on – is it on HBO down, down there on or Hulu? Hulu, yeah. okay, okay. Uh, so for any Canadian listeners, it's on Crave. I hope you've watched it. But uh, um, it's uh, it's a show that my wife and I have enjoyed since the very start. And there are a few seasons in now, and, and we still very much enjoy it. And uh, – she got me these tickets for my birthday back in November, so it's been a long countdown. Um, but I'm looking forward to seeing it and seeing what they do. I, I don't know if it's a like a just a comedy show and there'll be different comedians from the show or if they'll do some live skits. I really have no idea what to expect, uh, but it should be a fun night Friday. So, uh, yeah, glad we could uh, make this work and record this weekend and do some you know back-to-back co-op modes. It's uh, It's good. Yeah, this is very cool. Uh, Charlie and I actually are going to be at C2E2 in Chicago. We are actually going to meet up with some secret friends there. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, I'm open to attend some panels, and also they've got some video game stuff going on as well. So hopefully I'll be able to uh, meet some creators, attend some panels, and just have a good time and meet up some folks. So, And maybe some karaoke will happen as well. We shall see. <laughs> that is awesome. Yeah. But um, something that's exciting and new, Mark, that we uh, put out on Twitter and Facebook is we are doing a giveaway. Um, mm -hmm. You can win a three-month Game Pass or it converts to a two-month Game Pass Ultimate uh, subscription. So very cool. If you do not have the service, this is a great time to start. Or if you have it, it will just add on, which is really nice to do. Uh, that you can uh, really expand your, your library of games. It's really cool. PC or Xbox. Uh, if you only have an Xbox, though, that's where it lies. And Mark, how can they win this? Two ways. So if one way doesn't suit your uh, skill set, then you have a backup. So the first one is leaving us a review on iTunes uh, for that specific entry point uh make sure you take a screenshot once you uh once you post the review and send it to us so we know that you entered because itunes is separated by region so i can see the canadian reviews todd can see the american reviews but just so we don't miss anything make sure you tag us in a screenshot or uh, or just comment on the post with a screenshot from the itunes reviews or if reviewing uh as sean say while you do your number twos leave a review if that doesn't <laughs> suit you uh you can call the hotline 872-225-2496 leave a three minute or less little message it can be some games that you're playing a little review that that way just say hi do whatever just call the hotline leave a message and uh I, I believe that's that's it, right? There's no specifications on the leaving the message, is there? Nope, none at all. And uh, we will reveal the winner on our, I believe it's on our March 16th show. No, March 17th, St. Patrick's Day. So we'll reveal it there mm -hmm. and can't wait to do that. So, uh, folks, you know, I, I you really only enter, well, maybe twice if you do both, which is perfectly fine yeah. as well. You know, increase your chances, but we'll pick by random. So basically, uh, we will just choose by random, you know, assign a number to each person, then do a random number generator and pick it, and we hope you win. Exactly, unless the uh, message that you leave or the review that you leave comments about how handsome we are. 
then you get extra bonus points and we might throw the others away. Uh, no, no, I'm just joking. I'm just joking. There'll be no preferences given. Uh, it's it's uh, perfectly random. But uh, yeah, please enter. This is this is a great little giveaway. And like you said, it stacks. So a lot of times, you know, three months of Game Pass or whatever. It uh, doesn't stack, so it's just for new customers only, and that's kind of a pain in the ass. This one, even if you're a, subs- uh, a current subscriber, uh, why not? It's it's a free Game Pass or free uh, free Xbox Live, so um, or Game Pass Ultimate. I mean, um, so yeah, go for it, grab it, leave us uh, something, and say hi. Excellent. Well, we are excited to get started and talk about what we're playing the uh, in games this week. So, Mark, um, you've got something that's very timely with um, the Olympics coming. Hopefully it exists and coronavirus is not delaying that. And we hope the yeah. Olympians, Mario and Sonic, are OK. I, I hope so. Uh, yes. So I mentioned last week, uh, I believe that I, I bought uh, Mario and Sonic at the 2020 Olympics. Uh, now that time I hoped I'd have two full weeks to play it. Uh, this was a, a bit of a busy week, so I still put a couple of hours into this game, played some uh, multiplayer with my wife, played some single player, and this game is a lot more than I expected, to be honest. it's uh, The story mode is actually quite funny and pretty in-depth. Uh, it involves Dr. Eggman and Bowser, hatching a plot to capture uh, Mario and Sonic inside a retro video game console of the 1964 Olympics, where they will be forced to play those games and they can never escape this digital world. So when they get sucked into this game machine, spoiler alerts, they do get sucked into the game machine. um, They are their old eight and 16 bit sprites in this old world and all the games are kind of retro style and retro graphics and all this kind of stuff. But in the meantime, outside of the game world, Luigi and a few other characters are working to get them back and also competing in fully 3d real world Olympic games. So you get this mix of retro and new and the story's funny and uh, the writing's funny and it's, it's just, it's really really good i was very surprised i thought it was just going to be kind of a mario party-esque kind of game of like well here you go here's the mini games have fun but this actually has some story and there's like an overworld map and all this kind of stuff so it's um it's really good it's really good there are a few things with the menus and stuff in in multiplayer specifically that it was kind of annoying of like going back and then having to pick games. I wish you could just kind of put it on shuffle and play a whole bunch or, or have something a little bit more uh, Mario party esque. Uh, but so far it's just been kind of quick mini games. Now, maybe I didn't discover something. Like I said, I've been mainly focusing on uh, the single player mode. So uh, yeah. Anyway, this is, this is really good. I'm, I'm very much enjoying it and uh, lots of controller options too. Standard controllers with buttons, motion controllers, single Joy-Con, double Joy-Con. They change it up for each mode, however you want to play it. So if you're playing with kids and you want to dance around and move around, use the the motion control Joy-Con stuff. If you just want to sit there, press buttons. It's a very flexible game, very user-friendly and uh, accessible as well. So really, really cool. Very cool, Mark. And I, I appreciate your pun when you said Dr. Eggman is hatching a plot because, you know, what else Thank would you, you do? I, 
I had to sneak that little pun in there. I got to, you know, get my, my dad joke practice in uh, while I can. So, uh, yeah, really good. What about you? What if, uh, you, you've been playing a little bit more control? I see. Yeah. It's really taken my, I mean, I'm a little bit, uh, slow in my uptake of games lately. I just have not had a lot of time, but, um, I am just continuing on getting more of the story. It's very cool. Um, it does a very unique thing when you talk to various people, there's questions going on and you hear her talking to herself. So kind of mulling the answers people say, she's kind of talking to herself, thinking it through, which is pretty cool. And she's almost like, uh, if she's going to ask a question, you see her hesitating to answer back, which is really neat. Um, the, the visuals are beautiful though. The models they use are fantastic. And once again, getting deeper into more options, more of the um, development of character. Uh, now I have options to use five different weapons, which is, or uh, basically it's, it's modes of the weapon you have. So there's sniper, mm. shotgun, charged blast, uh, spin, which is almost like an Uzi mechanic, which is really cool. And then um, I have now about to get my next power, which is levitation. Um, you have a power mm. to control your enemies, which is cool too, or at least take them over. So it's, it just continue to add on as you go through the game so i really really like that because it's keeping um it's building upon what you have and then making new areas uh of of exploration possible because of your abilities so i just i just really just digging what they do and i i do worry though as a lot of people have said they loved how the game uh just progresses but the end boss is a pain in the butt like Mm. quantum break and so i'm wondering if that's their 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 chink in their armor that they just can't you know, stick the landing, but I'm hoping mm. not so because I really love what they're doing. Although I have noticed more and more on the PS4 Pro, uh, the the performance issues again are coming back. So like I'll be paused and then I'll unpause, mm. and it's like the characters in slow motion as it moves. So um, once again, this is just showing that a really Im- uh, ambitious games are just going to be harder and harder to pull off on this generation of hardware. So I think it's the perfect mm. time that we're transitioning, but it's, it's a great game and everybody. And I, I still think that this game is going to come to game pass um, probably within the next two or three months. Right. Yeah. We've, uh, we've kind of discussed that outside of the show for sure. And uh, my, my hesitation of buying this game and, and wanting to play it and that kind of stuff, but talking about per- performance issues, it, it doesn't seem like something I need to rush to play because that could piss me off and, and kind of divert me from enjoying the story or, or even making it fully through the game. So uh, maybe the longer I wait, the more patches may be incoming. But uh, sounds like a really solid game. You've definitely got me convinced on this one. Yeah, and I think it best performs on, from the consoles, at least on Xbox uh, One X. So you've got that. And if it comes to, con- mm-hmm. I think that would be the preferred place to play it, um, unless, you know, gaming PC as well. So I think you'd be in a good spot uh, uh, to play it. But I think, yeah, giving it time, especially when there's a down uh, era of gaming coming up over mm-hmm. the summer, it's a perfect time to probably play it there. Nice. Very nice. Uh, well, speaking of Xbox One X, the next thing uh, I will talk about, uh, I, I'm going to skip a game here uh, for a second, or I'll come back to it, but uh, the xCloud update. Uh, so I mentioned last time I was playing xCloud, and it worked very well in my house, and I was this week able to test it a little bit more, and the uh, the MOGA Xbox Xbox clip from Power A finally came in. So I've been able to test it on my phone with an Xbox controller properly, uh, you know, in my face kind of thing and held up right there. So um, the the clip, I'll start with that, is a game changer. It is 
really, really a, a nice piece of hardware. Uh, you had talked about how you had just a generic clip that was hitting your sync button. Yep. This is specifically cut out so it avoids the sync button. It leads the charging port open. It it, it it's perfectly built for an Xbox controller. So um, I don't know. The only thing I, I wish I could test is uh, a pro controller. I'm guessing it wouldn't fit on that. Ooh. But a standard, um, just because I don't know if, if it's the exact same shape and, and situation where it would clip on. I'm not sure. Hopefully uh, someone can answer that eventually or I'll, I'll maybe look it up. But uh, for a standard Xbox One controller, this is perfect. Uh, I was playing Halo again because that's all I can play on iOS. Uh, but it, it's really, really comfortable. But I have been also playing it because Xbox controllers work with iOS in general. I played Fortnite with it. I played a few different Apple Arcade games with it. And it it has completely changed the way I look at mobile gaming. Uh, so much to the point where I've now looked up Xbox controller cases because I can picture a scenario sometime in the future where instead of bringing a switch in a case, I would bring an Xbox controller because my phone's always on me and an Xbox controller in a case seems like a great portable solution. So uh, if I'm playing something on Xbox or my phone that I want to continue on the road, I can do that. If I'm playing something on my Switch that I want to continue on the road, I can do that as well. So um, really, really, really solid. And uh, I also tested xCloud, like I mentioned last time, on an LTE connection. Perfect. Uh, when... When it was working, it was working really well. But because my brother-in-law was in town this weekend, I'm usually the driver in a car. So Ooh. I don't obviously get a chance to play and no. drive. He drove this weekend. And uh, we went for a little drive, about 20 minutes or so. And I played Xbox on my phone in the back seat for about 15 <laughs> of those 20. I felt like I was 10 years old again. It was fantastic uh, when it worked. Yeah, yeah. The uh, as we were driving, I'm sure I was connecting and disconnecting to different towers or whatever. Uh, some spots the reception was not as good. In other spots, it was great. Uh, I still was able to make it through a full portion of a stage from one kind of starting point to a midpoint, you know, checkpoint kind of thing in Halo Reach. Uh, it was rough at times, but I still made it through. It was still possible. I'm sure it ate up a ton of data. I probably should have measured that in some way, but I didn't. Uh, but, um, it, it worked. It was, it was passable. I would not ever want to play multiplayer that way, but, um, but it, it definitely, you know, it was, it was definitely doable. Uh, just, just looking at my, my data. Now, I don't know if this is all that, time but i'm guessing most of it it, it was 291 megabytes uh it doesn't seem bad. On, on that so not not terrible i mean for you know 15 to 20 minutes of of gaming um yeah not so not about 500 bad. megabytes or no probably about uh 600 megabytes per hour through your cell phone connection so it's not too bad yeah, not uh, not terrible. I mean, I wouldn't I wouldn't do it for long extended play sessions, but uh, for here and there, you know, especially as more games open up, 
you know, this this could be a, a good option to check into a game if it's something like Fortnite where you want to log into save the world mode once it kind of comes up, uh, you know, uh, when you can log into your own system and your own games and all that kind of stuff. Uh, but for this, it it was it was workable. It wasn't great. It, it was definitely choppy at, at points and almost unplayable at different points. But, uh, you know, like I said, I got through the stage. So it, I've heard best uh, it, it best uh, the sentiment of, of this type of service. It's supplemental. It's not going to be anybody's probably primary game service um, until yes. things change significantly or they mm-hmm. scale games to the device it's on. Um, but I think it's a great option, especially now that it's free. And um, I would I do need to get the. Um, the, the, that clip because it's so much more superior to what I have. So I think I will get it. It's like 12 bucks on Amazon and I'll, that'll allow me to play more games with it because just the, the finagling with mine. Oh, it's synced. It's not synced. It's synced. It's not. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> it that's, a that's a pain. Yeah. The, the clip was the best experience uh, awesome. for, for this whole thing through the week. And, and I'm, I'm so happy I ordered it. Like I said, just because, I was I was playing Fortnite Mobile the other night just to test out this clip and it was fantastic on my iPhone 11 Pro the thing runs at 60 frames a second and it felt perfect they've optimized that game for a controller now even the mobile version uh it is it is really really solid so i'm whether or not i ever touch xcloud again in the future i'm super happy i went with this clip just because it ups my mobile gaming uh abilities regardless of of what kind of game or or streaming service i'm i'm playing at the time very cool very cool yeah we're we're at the precipice of the future folks hold on mm-hmm. exactly and what what else have uh, have you been playing you've been speaking uh, of the precipice of the streaming future services yeah geforce now um gave that service a try and we'll talk about this a little bit more in the news but um um i really enjoyed it and essentially for anybody who doesn't know what this is this is um a streaming service by GeForce that is really only for PCs. It's going to stream your PC game library, wherever it lies, Steam, Epic Game Store, wherever, to a mobile device or even a uh, laptop without a gaming uh, processor or a tablet. Mm -hmm. It's kind of limited in what options are out there besides that, but it's really cool. And it just looks for your library and whatever you've got. And it has a library of so many games that it actually supports. It virtually installs it on their servers and you start playing it. It incorporates cloud saves and everything like that. So you can play however you want, where you want to play your current library of games. So you don't have to actually make another investment in another platform with games. It's just you buy them where you want and you play them how you want. And I played uh, Witcher 3 and it was fantastic. Worked really well. Uh, taps out at uh, 1080p, but other than that, it supports uh, standard controllers, mouse, keyboard, whatever you want to use. Works great, and then it saves back to the cloud. Um, there's two versions, free, which allows you to play for an hour, and after that hour's up, basically it you to start again for another hour. Yeah. So potentially you could be uninterrupted if the cues are just right. Or mm. for five bucks, unlimited time I, or I think it's unlimited or it's expanded at least um, so it's a great option and I think it's really cool because it's it's un, unlike stadia where you only own those games on that service and mm-hmm. then if that service wraps up your games are just abandoned now this is basically saying hey that library you built up over the years and whatever service you've been buying on it's going to be available however long you own those games and those services last so I like it it's a nice option as well um, but we know it's had some challenges but I think um, this is once again it's just expanding all these options in the cloud gaming future and I think it's awesome yeah that's um, again it, 
we, we kind of keep coming back to this and, and we've, we've hit it a few weeks. Uh, these streaming services right now seem to work better when they're a supplemental thing. Uh, so where Stadia is the focus on it, I'm not a hundred percent convinced right now that, that the world or technology is, is ready for that. But, uh, but these supplemental things, whether it's X cloud, GeForce now, as long as they can kind of gain some footing and we'll, we'll talk about maybe some hiccups with that later, but, uh, Right now, this seems to be the best situation of getting that groundwork laid out, testing the platforms, seeing what works and what doesn't work, but always being able to fall back on saying, well, you know, this is a nice little supplemental thing. This is not where you want to play these games for peak performance or whatever. This is this is kind of just to go along with it, your PC or your Xbox or whatever. Uh, and I think that's that's a really great solution. Definitely is. So, uh, folks, if you've played any of these services, these cloud options, let us know. Obviously, PS Now has been out there doing this for quite some time, too. Mm-hmm. Um, we'd love to hear how that service is doing now because I've been so far out of the loop. I, I have heard it's improved, but don't really know. Yeah, that can be your call for the hotline. Don't forget yeah. to enter that contest. Let us know your favorite streaming service or your, uh, your experience with them. Uh, the final thing I want to talk about is... Fortnite Chapter 2 Season 2 finally launched. Chapter 2 Season 1 was the longest drawn-out chapter in Fortnite history. A lot of people were getting fed up with it uh, and bored with it. Uh, if Honestly, if it wasn't for the group of people I play with, and basically just we would play anything, and we have played other games, uh, Minecraft and different things, um, just basically to hang out and chat and that kind of stuff. And it just happens that most of them gravitate towards Fortnite, so that's kind of what we all just go in on and and it's you know has great cross play and everything so people can play on switch and xbox and whatever um chapter two season two kicked off and is all about like secret agents and spies and that kind of stuff so if they don't have a james bond crossover this season i'm gonna lose Ooh, yeah. my freaking mind that movie's coming because out there's a new bond right? movie coming out yeah exactly so it'll it'll be out you know through this uh through this season i think and uh Man, yeah, the, but the chapter, uh, the season so far is cool. Deadpool is a secret character, and there's a room that you can go in and see like little notes and stuff that, and and secret challenges that Deadpool left, and it's all very funny and weird. Um, there was a very sneak peek of him in the trailer. If you've watched it, uh, see if you can spot Deadpool. And uh, yeah, it's uh, it's good. They've changed a little bit up, but not quite as much as um, you know last time when they destroyed the whole map and built a new one. Uh, but it's, you know, it's keeping some things fresh and, and new. Uh, one weird thing is they're making you pick and choose, which has never happened. Usually if you get a, a character in Fortnite and you unlock skins for that character or there are different skins to unlock, you kind of get them all, you know, different color variants and that kind of stuff. Uh, for this, you get a base character and then you choose shadow or ghost uh, for the two different sides of the competing secret agent teams. And once you make that choice, you're locked in. So there's uh, the one character, I think his name's Brutus. He's this you know big brute of a fella. And uh, but once you pick him, the the shadow version kind of looks like the Punisher mixed with the Hulk's muscles kind of thing. Like he's <laughs> this big you know uh, lug with um, with a kind of a skull mask on. And the other version kind of looks like a stormtrooper on steroids. Uh, so you have to pick which one's your favorite one, and you will never ever get the other one. So it's uh, it's kind of interesting, and it's it's I'm sure going to cause some people a little anxiety uh, about picking their teams and 
you know, like Brutus, I like both costumes, so I don't know which one I'm going to pick. Other ones, it's kind of a little bit more simple. I see the two comparisons, and I'm like, oh, 100%, I'm going to go that one, or you know, 100%, I, I'm going to go this one. But uh, yeah, hopefully they'll they'll keep mixing it up uh, in in season two, and I think this one is going to be a little bit shorter. So uh, anyone that's missed or uh, you know lapsed on their Fortnite craze uh you know jump back in it might be fun to uh to do a regular season rather than a long overdrawn extended one that's really cool i love that how they just bring in different things to keep the game fresh i mean that's what makes that game um a kind of evergreen which is great i mean mm-hmm. who knows what they'll do next and that's kind of fun it's always a surprise Sorry, I accidentally muted my mic there, oh, and the button okay. pressed. Uh, yeah, I had a cough, and and the button would not uh, would not unmute. So uh, yeah, I was talking here, and it was still flashing there. Um, anyway, yeah, no, they, they definitely do keep it fresh, and uh, and I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing what else they've brought back some weapons and vaulted some other weapons, and they, they're constantly changing the strategy, and that's one thing I love is uh, you know you, you kind of get used to playing a certain way and having a certain loadout and using certain items for end game strategy or mid game strategy and that kind of stuff. And like, you know, traps were really popular last season where you could get into a build battle and and build up some traps and there weren't that many explosives to bring down builds. So, uh, but this time around there, there, uh, C4 remote detonated kind of things. Um, yeah, we, we actually won a game by building up into the air Attaching C4 to a balloon drop that was blop- dropping supplies on another team. The other team went for the supply drop. We remote detonated the C4 and killed the entire team who thought they were going to get better weapons and kill us. And uh, that was how we won that game. So uh, def- definitely different strategies and some really fun stuff that you can do. Very cool. Well, I was going to talk about what game Todd plays next, but I think we'll talk about that when we talk about the games of March. But until then, uh, I think we should talk about some news, Mark. Sounds fun. Yeah, so the first story uh, I think you should address because my Animal Crossing knowledge <laughs> is fairly limited. All right. Well, we uh, we had an Animal Crossing Direct. Finally, uh, Nintendo gave us something. Now, it wasn't a full Direct like a lot of people wanted, but I think this one will suffice for a little bit. Uh, so the game comes out in less than a month. It's launching on March 20th. If you've played an animal crossing game, you kind of know what to expect, but there's a bunch of new stuff for this one. And they showed it off in a 25 minute direct, basically showing what looks like kind of the start of the game and a little bit of the middle. So, uh, there's things like a, a new museum that really showcases stuff. You could have a museum before, but it was kind of like, just there and some things would be on display, but it wasn't nearly as interactive and, and impressive as this one. It looks like uh, it looks like a real museum that you can walk through and appreciate. So I kind of like that. Um, the terraforming for me was the big, big surprise on this one. You can actually change the layout of your Island. So if you want a stream going through the middle of your Island, if you want to build a hill or get rid of a hill or whatever, you can do that. You can lay paths everywhere. Uh, it really, really seems like, I mean, I think we're going to get penis shaped islands. I'm sure. <laughs> but, uh, Oh, Mark, now, uh, now you're making me even more excited. No, just kidding. <laughs> that, did, this, did you, 
this feature actually is what turned Lo- like last week. Logan talked about eh, he's not really interested. He watched the direct and he's like, Dad, I got to play this game. So it, it definitely said, you know, it showed him that this game was uh, doing much more than it done in the past. And I think that's what people were hoping for. So uh, this seems to be taking uh, Animal Crossing to the next level, which I think is awesome. Yeah, Animal Crossing has definitely been um, it's definitely been a series that has these slow little progressions. But if you kind of played them all step by step it, it doesn't feel like anything's really changing in a big way since the you know the first one back on gamecube or 64 if you were in japan uh this one really seems to be mixing things up and adding a bunch of new things so i kind of love that uh did you did you watch mythic quest on the uh on apple tv plus i did not i don't have a service but i i that looks hilarious because i love it's always sunny in philadelphia yeah yeah worth a free trial there's only i think nine episodes so okay. if you haven't done a free trial of apple tv plus uh do it for that because um and they do address that uh oh what is it time till dicks uh ratio or something <laughs> like that uh basically they were introducing a shovel into the the mythic quest game and it was like you know how long until this uh results in someone making a penis uh, essentially. So it's, um, <laughs> as soon as I saw that, I was like, Oh my God, mythic quest is coming to <laughs> animal crossing. Like there's, there's probably a department of that at there. Nintendo for any game. they Yeah, make. I'm sure the, uh, yeah. Department of penises. Um, <laughs> and, that's a great starting uh, position. That, that's the name of this episode. Nintendo's department of penises. Department of penises. <laughs> uh, I, Please don't do that. We'll get kicked off. I will not do that. No, there's kids that listen to the show, so why not? Sorry, kids. It's it's a scientific term, kid. Earmuffs. Uh, Okay, so there's other things. You you have a Nook phone uh, where where you can get recipes for for crafting different items and and a whole bunch of other stuff. There's, like, progression systems in – like, it's it's just – it seems like they're really going all out in a whole bunch of different ways. Uh, for multiplayer options, you can visit people's islands locally. You can do it online. Now, they are still using the voice and text app in the Nintendo app on your smartphone rather than just doing voice chat, which, I mean, still annoys me. But what do you expect at this point? Nintendo's dug its you know little line in the sand, and that's what they're doing. So, um be prepared to put down your controller and text someone on Nintendo's messaging messaging app or uh, drives me crazy anyway. um, But there's also fun things that you can do through that app, like scanning QR codes from older games on 3ds or whatever and importing patterns that you've created. So I have a fantastic captain America um, armor piece that I designed in Animal Crossing for 3DS, uh, which I will 100% be bringing over and wearing that suit in this new game. So I'm very pumped for that one. Um, Yeah, some of the controversial stuff, there's no cloud saves. Nintendo's been kind of saying that for a bit, uh, but they did make it clear that through a certain weird Nintendo service, you're going to be able to do a recovery if you break your switch or it gets stolen or something. And it's this big convoluted, really stupid system that doesn't make any sense in 2020. But uh, anyway, that's what we're stuck with, but hopefully the positives outweigh the negatives and, you know, you will enjoy uh, building your phallus shaped Island in animal crossing and populating it with tiny animals hopefully not crabs uh, I, I hope though we don't want to minimize the fact that you know people still are encouraged to make boobs and butts 
Oh, absolutely. I mean, you know, make your island look like whatever you want. It's uh, the the sky's the limit. So absolutely, yeah. yeah I can't make wait sure for Sonic Sonic, Sonic Island. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I, I do want to note that um, while I've not played in the past, I just kind of felt like it seems like a game where it's it seems like a time wasting game, right? It's kind of it's it's kind of laissez faire. Do what you want. Really, no no um, over our. I mean, oh no, overarching like storyline. I mean, it's it's not that type of game. It always felt like a like a Sims like or maybe like a one of those early Facebook games like animal. You know, was it Farmville? Kind of like that. So that was just kind of like. Hmm. Not for me, but when they talk about a progression system, that mm-hmm. kind of may be able to get its hooks in me, because um, essentially we're probably going to we will get a game because Logan, I think, really wants it. And because of that, then I'll get to play it. Um, so I think having that progression system would be what would drive me forward to keep playing the game versus um, uh, since I only have so much time to game anyways, I'm going to probably put my gaming time into you know, a bigger game or something like that. But I think this could be pretty cool um, mm-hmm. for myself, which would be kind of neat. I'm not a, a guy that likes designing things, don't like crafting. So <laughs> there's a lot of things in this game that just don't mix with Todd. But um, I do think it's it's a big progression uh, towards what other games in the past have been doing. And I'm glad they're incorporating those things and just letting people be more creative in what they do. Um, the one thing that's funny, Mark, um, this is kind of interesting. You talked about the system transfer in case of a disaster. But my thought was, you know, now that we've got the switch light and the standard switch and people have had this strategy like, hey, the, my my regular switch will be my home system. My switch light will be on my on the go. Um, what's your thoughts on allowing system transfers in a way that is not exactly super easy, but still allows people to play the game where they want um, especially if you buy a new system, you're like, I want that to travel with me versus being s- trapped on my now horrible, ugly system. I want it on my new pretty <laughs> coral system. <laughs> right. And to, to my knowledge, you can still do that. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but this is specifically just cloud saves. So I can't just put down my Switch Lite and pick up my regular Switch and continue to go by downloading the save from the cloud. But uh, just like... I believe they've done this with Splatoon and and a couple of other games that you can do as long as you're physically in the same place, do a wireless transfer from one system to another and continue on with your same save. You're just kind of taking that almost and, and, and physically transferring it to the other one. And physically, I mean, being in the same physical location, uh, still wirelessly transferring it, but you have to be in that local connection. Um, I think that's still a thing. So I think if you have a Switch Lite, you can still fire your game and your transfer save over to that system. And then when you get home, you can park it on your regular Switch on the TV. Still sounds like that's going to work. Uh, again, correct me if I'm wrong, but I, I well, think this is specific to, to cloud saves. Well, I looked at this and it says there is one note from the Japanese Animal Crossing site. It says, uh, save data. The software does not support moving user or moving save data. Please note that if you purchase a second unit, you will not be able to transfer the original island data to another unit. No. What? I think that's why people were scared. They're saying, I want to do, when I'm at home, I play it on this one because we can play together on the couch. But then if I want to take it on the go on a trip, I just transfer it. And then uh, I can do it there and then bring it back because, because the whole, like, uh, was it the, 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 I guess the scheming and the and the cheating um, mm-hmm. it seems to be seems to be more limited if you're doing a system transfer this versus a cloud save. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was what they would do, but I don't know. If this is from February sixth. I don't know if something's changed since then. It's very unclear still. 
Wow, man. Yeah, I, I was not aware of that. I, I just straight up assumed that you could still do that transfer. So maybe oof, it's coming. That, I don't know. Some, it's, it seems like it's a narrative rough. that's still uh, being developed. But I hope that's the way it is, because I think people like Switch for the flexibility of playing your games where you play them, where mm-hmm. you want to play them. Yeah, that is that is super rough. If um, I don't know if I, again, if someone has more clarification on that, give us a voicemail. Uh, you know, enter the contest and and correct us on something. But uh, if that's the case, I understand people being upset about that. Uh, I could see myself, you know, with a launch switch right now. I could see myself getting another switch sometime in the future when the battery starts to kind of the battery life starts to dwindle or some kind of special edition comes out. And if I put a year or something into my Animal Crossing village, I want to be able to physically transfer all of that to my next switch. Uh, this this sounds super frustrating, man. I, I don't know. I'm going to have to pay a little bit more attention to that because right now I thought people were up in arms about cloud saves specifically. Um, that's that's a whole other can of worms. Definitely as well. Mark, get your scoop hat on and uh, keep us up to date. Yeah, yeah, I'll I'll, uh, I'll pay a little bit more attention to that. So, yeah, Animal Crossing looks awesome for sure. Cool. Yeah, it's going to be exciting. A lot, a lot of people, this is probably the only game they will play all long, all year long. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, next story is kind of a companion piece to the GeForce Now I talked about. Um, this is kind of where I see the challenge with some of these services is the licensing of rights to play said games that you essentially have licensed the rights to versus owning them directly Uh, and to use them on the GeForce Now they actually have to uh, get a licensing deal from each publisher for each game they offer on the service and that is impacting what games are actually going to be supported on the service including Activision, uh, Blizzard Games and now Bethesda. They're pulling their games now from the service now that it's become a pay service. Um, I don't know where this goes But it's really a bummer because essentially if this hampers the service from having your games be available, then it kills the service. It definitely Mm -hmm. does. Yeah, for sure. And I don't know if, um, you know, this might be uh, we've we've seen this happening with with streaming television or movie services where, you know, now everyone kind of wants that piece of the pie. So we have instead of just Netflix, now we have uh, Hulu and HBO and Disney Plus and Peacock coming up and uh, all these different services where they're saying, no, we want to f- make this our own and we want our, you know, we, we don't want to share your pie. We want our own pie. Uh, and I wonder if this is it. I wonder if Bethesda and, uh, and, and I'm sure others will follow. Uh, I wonder if they are building up their own streaming services. Do they have plans? Do they have agreements with other platforms like xCloud or PlayStation Now or whatever. Are, are we going to see those same kind of war tactics in this space? Or do they maybe just want um, GeForce to say, oh, no, no, we're going to give you a bigger piece of the pie. Like, you know, don't worry, we'll take care of you and, and you know, that, that kind of stuff. But it, it – it reads to me like kind of GeForce now was just kind of going, you know, wild, wild west guns blazing. Just be like, ah, we're just going to make this work. Whatever. Oopsie. I don't care. Yeah. So uh, we forgot to ask. Sorry. Yeah. I, I don't know what they were thinking, but um, it, it is strange because really they're. It, the technology kind of seems like it's almost just a casting technology. So like. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it, it's almost like 
an app blocking airplay or something like that. So you can watch it on your phone, but you can't stream it to your TV or something like it. I don't know, man. It's, it's a weird kind of situation of like, is it a service? Is it a casting service? How do you define it? How do you make money from it? How do you uh, make, you know, how does G force compensate other, other companies? Uh, Is it a viable business option? Uh, It's, um, Again, this this whole streaming future is super interesting, and and I'm I'm curious how it's all going to play out in the end. But uh, right now, we're definitely seeing some very very early growing pains. Yeah, I'm curious to see how uh, XCloud will do it. Is it going to be a scenario where when you have a game in uh, Game Pass, part of the deal is it also then follows XCloud, meaning um, essentially it's it's a one all in one, or is it separate? Could you be in Game Pass and then say nope? We're not allowing you to stream our games. We're going we're to have our own service. Will that be a requirement? How much is that add in? I mean, is that going to be a scenario saying now the company is saying, well, now that it's streaming, we want an extra 25% or something like that because it's all about the money, the rights, and everything like that. So uh, I'm just wondering the, the economics of it. Eventually, will it be there's just too much cost from the person that's providing the service and then um, then the cost of actually providing the content on that service might get to a point where it's like, oh, maybe it's only going to be Microsoft games going to be on uh, supported with xCloud and then certain games will be on it. Not all Game Pass will be on it. So it's very, like you said, it's a very sticky and tricky situation. Mm-hmm. And I mean, like PlayStation's had remote play for ages. I could plug yes. a PlayStation controller into my MacBook and, and play anything on my PlayStation that's downstairs. And I know that's part of xCloud is, is console streaming. Mm-hmm. You can stream your own console, but then there's also the stuff that's living on xCloud servers. This one seemed more like remote play. It's just, I, you know, I, I don't know where yeah. this falls in the, the streaming. Well, this one's a little world. dicier because they still are hosting the games on their own servers. So it's not actually mm-hmm. streaming off my PC. Okay, so that's that's I guess it's, where so it's just like X servers, yeah. Yeah, so they actually have to pay for the rights to have the game on their servers and all that fun right. stuff and yeah, right. it's a little dicey. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah. we'll we'll see um we we were very up and high on this technology and and now this stuff happening <laughs> uh we'll see. We'll see where it goes. Don't get too invested, folks. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, take and play but the the, the free version, try it out. It's only nothing to try it out. Enjoy. Yeah, sure. Yeah, for cool. sure. Yeah. Next story, Mark. I, I saw this one. I thought it was cool. Typically, I don't like rumors, but when I read about it and what they're proposing makes a heck of a lot of sense. Sounds like it's a lot of fun. I, I like the fact that Breath of the Wild 2 may be doing some different things, but also incorporating the past. Did you get a chance mm-hmm. to read the uh, the rumor? A little bit. Uh, so, yeah, Lincoln Zelda rebuilding uh, Hyrule, whilst dealing with a new threat, uh, sounds like Ganon will won't be back. But I, it looked like, well, it looked like Ganondorf really in the teaser. But who knows who that could have been? But uh, yeah, seems um, seem kind of interesting. Is there any more? Bits? Of, what what was the juicy bit that stood out to you for this one? Well, the juicy bit was the basically having um, gameplay that took place in the past. And the reason mm-hmm. why that was gu- juicy, juicy to me, because if they're typically, if they're now set to rebuild the world, basically going back to see how the world looked, you know, playing mm-hmm. in that old time. So they basically can re- recreate the past 
in in the present. So it's kind of like utilizing. Uh, I, I don't know. It's like it's, it's and I think the memory system could play out again as well with that. So essentially, you're creating those memories that then allow you to then uh, recreate the world, the buildings, the environment as how they were in the past, but maybe making uh, tweaks to those. So maybe has a new flair or something you added to it to make it of the time. Um, And maybe this layers in a world building element, meaning you can now Mm. use your slate to move objects to build things. That'd be very cool. And uh, we'll see how how things turn out in Animal Crossing land and what fun, creative ways people can line up buildings in this one uh, to make what images. But uh, no, it it definitely does sound really, really cool and, and could add a new mechanic that we haven't really seen in a Zelda game before a few new, new mechanics. I, I really do like that. Uh, I, I thought the flashbacks were fun in breath of the wild as, as a story building element, but using those as a story building and gameplay element in this one, I think is really, really interesting. So I, I'm hoping this game is releasing sooner rather than later. It would be a really cool showpiece to say, yeah, PlayStation 5 and Super Xbox are coming out this holiday season, but guess what else is coming out? Breath of the Wild 2. Uh, enjoy. So that I, I'm hoping that we see that kind of stuff at E3. Yeah, maybe Zelda actually has a role in this where she's actually the one doing the building and Link is doing the, the gameplay there, and it could maybe be a cooperative element? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Just saying. That would be awesome. Yeah. Okay, so we have 15 minutes, Mark, so we can either carry some stories or go into the uh, bonus round. Let's skip the EA Star Wars game. Okay. And uh, talk about the releases. Uh, We've also, we've already mentioned Animal Crossing, but just maybe quick focus on anything else you're excited about and then really quickly jump into the game. Okay, cool. Okay. Um, I'll bring us back in. Five, four, three, two, one. Uh, and lastly, uh, March games uh, that, that are on our radar, and we're really going to focus on the ones that um, we're looking forward to, because I said Todd mm-hmm. needs a game to play, and there's a couple here that are <laughs> worthy candidates, Mark. So um, very quickly, um, I'm going to get rid of these. Let's see. So I think we've whittled it down to four games in total between mm-hmm. uh, the two of us. So the first game that I'm excited about is Ori and the Will of the Wisps on Xbox One and PC, also on Game Pass. I'm excited for this. Never finished the first game. I could definitely mm-hmm. see this be the beginning of my March gaming. So I, I would think this would be in my uh, top five for March. Yeah, for sure. It's it's uh, it's definitely high on my list as well. I'm very much looking forward to that. Glad it's coming out earlier in the month because the later part of the month is definitely a little stacked, as we will see. But that is uh, yeah, one I'm absolutely looking forward to. Yeah, and it doesn't cost a thing. So uh, March 11th, mm-hmm. be ready for that. We already talked about Animal Crossing. Uh, my son might be playing that. He's got some gaming. He's got limited funds, and he's got a lot of games he wants to play. So we'll see where he puts his money. But it's March 20th if you want to try that one out. Mm-hmm. Uh, March 20th as well, if you're looking for something on the complete opposite end of the spectrum, Doom Eternal. Uh, have you seen any of the memes with Doom Guy and Isabel from Animal Crossing becoming best friends? they are fantastic they are so wholesome ish uh because some of them are like 
Isabel's face in the doom guy armor shooting demons and stuff. But for the most part, it's like them just kind of hanging out and being hilarious and cute together and mismatched. Uh, It's, it's some funny stuff. So if you, if you look up some of the artwork and memes from that, um, it's, it's pretty cute because they're coming on the same day. So of course, uh, doom guy and Isabel are best friends. And even (laughs) when Nintendo announced the direct uh, the doom Twitter account tweeted in a reply, uh, will Isabel be there? Uh, just like, you know, like can, Isabel, can, can Isabel come out and play uh, you know we're looking forward to it uh, so yeah Doom Eternal looks awesome I love Doom 2016 I'm even looking forward to going back and I think I'm going to be picking up Doom 64 as well just for like a retro kind of comparison um, and they launch on the same day March 20th Wow. Yeah, because, I mean, it makes sense. Uh, and then the Switch version of Doom Eternal is coming, but a later date. So that's really smart yes. programming to bring that out after the uh, Animal Crossing uh, craziness is uh, is hopefully subsiding maybe the next four or six months. We shall Definitely. see. Uh, lastly, for me, Half-Life Alex, uh, I really want to play this. March 23rd, uh, I have Oculus Quest. My problem is the minimum specs are just right at the what my PC can do. So I'm mm-hmm. worried with the Oculus Link, I might not be able to do this. So, But what they do on Steam is... If you buy a game, you get two hours of gameplay or 14 days to return it. So I may have to try it, see how it performs, but I may not be able to play it like I want to. So I may be getting a refund, but I really am excited about that in a really full-fledged VR game. So this would probably be my number uh, two or three, depending if I can actually play it. Yep. Yeah, Yeah, March March uh, for us. It's it's definitely uh, stacked on the lower end with uh, the you know Animal Crossing, Doom, Half Life. Uh, so if you're looking forward to anything in the first part, make sure you have it done by those those first couple of weeks. Or if you're trying to finish up anything this month, yeah, Animal Crossing is one of those games you can sink literal years into, and I think Doom's going to be really fun. So that's going to be uh, it's it's going to be a good month. Yeah, I do. We've had a kind of a drought, so now it's time to get in and play some games, folks. But uh, we're going to actually play a game in the bonus round, Mark. We are playing a game this week called ESRB Description Game, which sounds very generic, but <laughs> maybe Description Theater, whatever we're going to call it. But basically, this is an easy game to play that you can do it play at home or play along as we're playing it. But we are picking a game that neither of us know and looking at the ESRB description synopsis of the game you have 10 questions to guess the game based on the synopsis we'll remove anything that clearly tells what the game is and we will start now folks so mark would you like to uh have me guess or would you like to start guessing uh you know what i'll I'll read my description and see if you can guess my game i think uh let's let's do it that way uh okay so my game is a third person shooter in which the player assumes the role of a young survivor battling through a mutant apocalypse. Uh, The players traverse an open world with uh, assault rifles and fantastical weapons to kill the mutant creatures, robots, and occasionally humans. Uh, Combat is highlighted by frequent explosions, screams of pain, and gunfire. Some explosives cause enemies to be dismembered, leaving limbs around the environment. Uh, One cutscene briefly depicts a character's head being cut off by a mutant. During the course of the game, characters and environmental elements reference sexual behavior or humor. Um, Some things say, I'm a prostitute, Uh, how hard is it to make a porn flip book, that kind of thing. Uh, one radio ad contains a running joke about a sex burger. Uh, 
some people know the game already just based on that. I'm hoping you don't. Uh, the dialogue uh, contains a handful of drug references. Uh, have you guys been eating weed? Which is hilarious. Um, and the words uh, F star star K and SH star T appear in dialogue. So, uh, yeah, you've got a little little salty dialogue. But that is the basic ESRB description of the game that I have chosen. Wow. Okay. I will ask, is this game on current systems, meaning Xbox yes. One? Yeah, okay. So great. Okay. Um, does this game is, I can't remember. Did you mention if it was a first person shooter? Well, is this game a first person shooter? It's a did it? third. Okay. It's, Oh, okay. No, it's it's uh, no, no. It's, it's a, it is not a, th- a first person shooter. So it's so it did it mention what it was? But it, is this a third person shooter? It did. Yes. Okay. Oh, sorry. So I guess I'll take that as a question. So I've got two questions down. So let's see. Oh boy. Um. Hmm. Is wow. Um. Is the art style realistic? <sighs> um. Not particularly. Okay. I think I have a guess, but I don't want, I don't know what to guess. Um, Is this a game where uh, there are uh, recovery elements? Like if you're down, you can get revived? I believe so. Okay. Um, is this, does this take place on Earth? Uh, yeah. Okay, it takes place on Earth. Wow. Okay. Mutants. I don't think it really, honestly, I don't think, I don't think it really gets into like real or Earth kind of stuff. So it, it, I mean, potentially Earth. Yeah, I guess. Or a stylized version of Earth. I, I would, I would imagine. Okay. Stylized version of Earth. Mutants. Um, is this an American developed game or yep. North American? Okay. Oh, okay. Great. Um, oh wait, is, no, sorry. Uh, yes, yes, it is. Yeah. It's, it's, sorry, a, I said it. I so, check something out. Sure. Yep. Okay. North American. Okay. Great. Um, yep. is this a sequel of a series? Nope. Oh, this generation original game mutants. Wowie wow. It's not a sequel. That makes it harder. Uh, I'm trying to think what games came out that were there. Oh, boy. Um, and you mentioned this, uh, it, and I'm trying to remember what you mentioned about the, the, the protagonist. Did you say it was a uh, person, their companion, or was it just? Uh, no, person. Just a person. Just one person. No companion. Okay. Um, and you said fantastic uh, weaponry, um, mm-hmm. mutants. Okay. Wow. I'm, I'm getting stumped here. Um how was this game received? Was it or well was this game well received? Yes. Well received. Okay. I am down to three questions left. Wow. Um so it's adult content. Um I'm assuming rated M is this game rated M for mature? Uh let me quickly look up the uh rating here because I was looking at another page. Yes, it is. Okay, so two questions left. Um Okay. Wow, I'm really stumped here. 
can you pet the dog in the game? <laughs> <laughs> I honestly don't know. Okay. I don't I don't recall seeing dogs in this game. I'm going to because I don't know that for sure. I'm going to give you your two questions back. Uh, okay. Perfect. Um, okay. Uh, so there's mutants. Uh, do you drive in vehicles? No. No vehicles. Okay. Wow. I'm missing. Okay. Um, oh. Um, is this based on any type of license? No. No. Crap. Okay. I am going to guess, uh, so I now have to guess my game because I've got 10 questions down. Mm-hmm. Um, <sighs> wow. Hmm. I'm going to guess World War Z, but I know I'm wrong. You are definitely wrong. Uh, the game was, I'm going to give people a second to guess. People are yelling at their speakers right now. Sunset Overdrive. Really? Wow. Yes, wow. I didn't think about that. I should have probably gone into asked, was it only on Warden Console? Because it has not been on. Mm-hmm. I, so I need to do that next time. So I'll make a note to ask if it was on a specific console or exclusive to a console. So good deal. Um, well, what we'll do is. And technically will, it was on Windows. So I mean, yeah, exclusive yeah. to a console, but uh, ecosystem wise, it was on Windows as well. Um, yes, the, uh, the sex burger thing. Now, I did leave out. Obviously, in the ESRB rating, the second line says as players traverse the open world of Sunset City, they can use assault rifles and fantastical weapons. So I left out Sunset City because that would have really given it away. But otherwise, yeah, that was pretty much the description there. It was um, definitely, definitely pretty generic. Now it is time for mine, and I will give you the description, Mark, and you let me know what you think this game is. This is a third-person shooter in which players assume the role of a task force battling terrorists in the future. Uh, It's an open world and urban environment. Use uh, fantastic weapons, uh, combat highlighted by frequent blood spatter effects, realistic gunfire explosions, cutscenes occasionally depict characters screaming while being vaporized. The game contains some sexual material, signs for adult entertainment, lust, XXX smut, the hot room, everyone's <laughs> naked, your depravity is your desire, references in the dialogue, my purchases are all booze, lube, junk food, and porn. <laughs> I'm not that I'm not paying that much just to get an STD. He was Neoman's formal, former hump buddy. Dialogue also references cocaine and the word F asterisk asterisk K. Wow. Okay. Not going to have to ask if this game's rated M. Uh, Alrighty, let's go. Uh, is this on current generation platforms? Yes. Okay. Should have asked if it was built for this or re-released, but I'll, I'll skip that for now. Um, okay, is this a first-person game? No. Okay, third person. Maybe. Um, hmm. Is this a, a platform or console exclusive? Yes. Yes. Okay. Is, oh man, what, uh, geez, what other plat, what platform exclusive? I'm trying to think of like some, some platform exclusive games. Mercy. Um, (sighs) 
Is this a PlayStation exclusive? No. Oh. Okay, so an X, maybe Xbox. Ah, jeez. Um. Does the mercy? Uh. Man. Okay, was uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so it's not first person. It's a platform exclusive. Oh man. Okay. Um, it was this. Was this made for current gen platforms? Yes, it was. Okay. Okay. Um, is this? I have to narrow it further. Is this an Xbox game? Yes, it is. Okay. All right. Um, I wonder if this is a game that I haven't gotten into too far. Uh, does this, does it take place on earth? I think so. Ugh. Okay. I know it's kind of vague, but it looks like earth. Okay. So gears is out. Um, Oof. Oh man, what other Xbox games are there that are exclusive? Um, how many questions am I on so far? Four you have or five? Three left. Three left? Oh no! I know it goes by um, quick. Does it ever? Oh shoot! Uh, okay. Um. Oh, my dog's being a jerk. Oh mercy. Oh, is this? Oh man, I am so thrown off by this. I was really, especially with an Xbox exclusive. Um, and it was built on on current gen. So it's not something I was yes. thinking something in like Rare Replay or something that like conquers Bad Fur Day or something. Rare love, like yeah, that. yeah, yeah. Rare loves their uh, f bombs. <laughs> well, conquers Bad Fur Day absolutely I mean, would, yeah. would would one hundred percent fit into that, but. Yeah. Uh, <sighs> Um, I am I am superbly stumped by this. Uh, is this on Game Pass? It is. Oh my god, this is even even worse now. Um, okay, all right. I've got one question left. Uh, two questions. Okay, all right. Um, okay, so it's not a first person. It's on Game Pass. It was built for this generation. It is an Xbox exclusive. Um, oh my goodness. What the hell? Dude, you've completely, like, like, completely. Uh, does this game have zombies? No. Oh, shit. Oh, okay. Um, One question left, then an answer. Is it Minecraft and people just curse in it or something? Like, I don't even. (laughs) (laughs) So, is it a building game? (laughs) 
<laughs> no, no, that's not an actual one. Um, uh, is this a horror game? No, it's not a horror game. So it's like I was thinking maybe. Uh, what's it called? Death by Daylight or whatever that game is called. Which, okay, so I have to make a guess now. Um, holy crap! You have completely stumped me on this one. I really you're gonna kick yourself if you don't get this. Probably, and I I'm not going to get it, so I'm going to kick myself. Um, I don't. I I really I really don't know. Like I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say. Gears Five, just because I can't think anything else. I, I honestly, I don't, I don't know this one. Okay. Well, Mark, good try. The answer is waiting for the audience to guess. Crackdown Three. Oh, son of a <laughs> bitch! I knew I should have. Many people that don't game. remember that game, unfortunately. Oh my god, I completely forgot it existed. Yep. Um. Wow, that is I. I yeah, I didn't even start that game up. It was it was so poorly reviewed that I I really should have. Um, man, yeah, that is uh, frustrating. All right, well now I know what to expect if I ever want to jump into that game. That was a good one. That was that was a good pick. Yeah. Uh, so folks, if you want to play along as well or give us uh, suggestions, and obviously don't tell us both or we'll get it wrong, um, yeah. let us know. And we will play them on the show. I think this has been a fun time, and we'll do it in the future. Maybe we'll expand to more questions because ten is tight. So, Mark. yeah, that was that was tough, man. That was that was uh, that was really tough. I am a little pressed for time, so I do apologize for limiting it to ten questions and kind of rushing through. Um, but man, crackdown! I, yeah, like you said, I completely forgot that existed, and um, yep. Toast right as now. did most gamers <laughs> and their pocketbook. <laughs> I man, I am like. Oh. Oh, I feel so just like blah. Right. Well, let's 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 end time. on a happy note, Mark. Um, <laughs> if you want to play this game, follow us on at uh, T and at the Canardian uh, on Twitter. Let us know, comment, and let us know what you're up to. Uh, if you want to play the game, uh, to, you can PM us uh, topics or or uh, other. Uh, games that you want us to do on this game we can do that as well uh we're on the facebook group as well secret friends unite and the uh this the podcast page as well and the hotline is 872-225-2496 and you can tell us if you like the game uh tell us about a review or something you're excited about in the world of gaming and once again the contest is out there we've talked about how you guys can uh enter we want to hear you guys and we want to see your reviews. So please do that because we want to give this code away. So thank you, Mark. Thank you. Yeah, that was uh, that was a ton of fun. I really enjoyed that game. So hopefully people come up with more suggestions and uh, we'll see you guys next time. Yes. And remember, it's always better to game together.